So you, you deleted Instagram off your phone. All the social media is gone. So all social media is gone. I, I deleted Twitter, but um, I mean, I still have Twitter, but I saw this morning that Twitter support released a statement saying, yes, you can no longer, uh, no longer post other social media links on. <laughs> yeah. It was like, if you, are you serious? Yeah, You yeah. can't That's say, amazing. Hey, follow me on Facebook or follow, hey, me, follow on me on Instagram. Mastodon or Hive or any of these new ones. You can't so, do that. Elon, they're, um, Elon, they're on, basically pulling a, uh, uh, they're, they're saying it out loud, but pulling a, a TikTok where they like TikTok, like basically kind of shadow bans you if you try to yeah. push anybody elsewhere, but they're just saying it out loud. Elon <laughs> on day one was like free speech free is speech. finally free. And on day <laughs> 35 or whatever, he's like, no one can ever post another social media. <laughs> And uh, these specific journalists who talk bad about me are not right. allowed on the platform either. <laughs> That's Lord. Oh, it's so funny. It's <laughs> That's so bad. Fucked. It's so bad. It's so bad because we're literally about to have uh, like uh, elections in so many of these like fascist countries where like Twitter actually was very important right. in getting the vote out yeah. and all this stuff like that. And now there's just no sort of like. Um, safety net on like misinformation on Twitter or anything like that. It's, it's terrible for the, there is a, really, there is. is a safety net and Elon Musk is constantly like, have you seen those tweets where he like says something? And then there's like a, a built in fact check on Twitter. That's like, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, the independent council that they had put together of like, uh, professors and all that stuff about how to, combat misinformation for elections especially in a fascist like country United they States. just got rid of them yeah just they just dissolved it they yeah. literally just fired it fired them all dissolved it cool so like <laughs> yay <Hey>. awesome <laughs> i also deleted safari from my phone you deleted safari see this how are you gonna google things this is the real <laughs> like you can delete social media but the real like thing that'll make your phone dumb is if you disable safari then you're truly just yeah. like i this is only a phone and really? i cannot it's not a computer in your pocket yeah. well it is because i have like i still have apps that are helpful i have apps that are like specifically for what i need but the free reign of the wild west of the internet is not an option for me anymore what has brought this on um I just <laughs> I go through these these phases where I just realize that I'm on my phone so much. Sure. And yeah. I want to try to cultivate better creativity, uh, better better creativity. Uh, yeah. Human interaction, connection better with other people. Connections. Yeah, and I just realize that like I don't better know life. It's hard. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating and it causes me anxiety and I just want to try to, I think I just want to try to separate it. Like I want to make my phone work a little bit more for me and less for like, less I still you go on, for the phone. I still go on Instagram. And I still go on Twitter just on my computer. So I'm just sure. like trying to separate it so that it's not with me all the time. You know, I remember, I remember back in college, uh, I did it. It wasn't the same thing, but it had the same mentality behind it where, my laptop died, and so instead of getting another laptop, I got a desktop computer. Huh. And I was like, if I want to use my computer, I have to be at it 
in my room to like, and I got it so I can edit things so I could like do work on it. And then I was like, and I won't have a laptop with me. Mm-hmm. And then I was, and like in class, I'll just take notes and like, I'll have my phone, which that can be like, whatever, you know, I think I, I think I lasted like three years. And then I was like, I want to be able to write something in a coffee shop. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you lasted three years. That's pretty good though. Three years is, is good. It's pretty good. In college though, it's easy. At least it was back when I was in college. Cause you're just like out with friends. Like I was in the improv club and we just hung out. Like that was, and it was great. I'm just saying, but like it was easy because in college, you you have a community job. We also have have a a built in community where you live right Right. next to the people that you like. Right. Where in our society, especially LA, that doesn't exist. You live thousands of miles away from everyone. Hence us doing this over Zoom. Well, in college, well, we actually live pretty close to each other. We do. Actually. We're doing this over yeah. Zoom for convenience. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's true. I was going to say, I think we're all within a, a mile or two. Five miles. We're just yeah. lazy pieces of shit. Okay, <laughs> all three, all three of you guys are, are like really close. I'm the one that's a little bit removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in, I live in the more hipster area. Still, yeah. if we lived in a walkable city, me and Mark and Jan would be literally fucking like a stone's throw away. Right, right. And you'd be real really, close. It's really interesting because, like, you don't even have to take the mileage out of the equation. All you have to do is make the city walkable, like, a little bit taller, a little bit more walkable, a little bit better with public transportation, and all of a sudden, it, it's not a burden to walk to somebody. I love walking like, places. Plop it on an island like New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just take LA. Don't change anything. Just, put it on an island. Hey, give it give it five or six years. We're gonna separate from the United States and it'll be that way. We won't have yeah. any more space. So it'll happen. Hey, uh in uh, before we get started on this episode, which we should have started ten minutes no, ago. No, um, we don't. Current 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 events. Have you seen that San Bernardino wants to secede from California? Fuck it. Do it. Honestly, let him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. They're voting on it. I love these votes because they're the most, like, they're the dumbest votes. They're just there for people to to want to vote on because the United States Congress has to give them the okay to create their own state, and they're not going to do, do that. Well, why yeah. do they want to see? Jefferson's been trying to do this for so long, and they can't. Jefferson? <laughs> yeah, it's like the top of California and the bottom of Oregon. I thought that was called Arcadia or not Arcadia, but like, uh, no, it's air. Those areas come together and they feel underrepresented and they want it. They've, this was like back in, I think like the sixties, they started doing this thing of creating the state of Jefferson. Oh, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was called something else, but yeah, that makes sense. It's very stupid. Yeah. I think San Bernardino just doesn't feel like California. Like I feel like it's one of these like central California things where they're like, uh, California's Democrat and we don't agree with that because we're the minority here. We want to have I, our own thing. To be fair, <laughs> I do kind of feel bad for San Bernardino because if you say that to anyone in Los Angeles, they're like, sorry, what? What is that? <laughs> San Bernardino? Ew. Don't think so. <laughs> So I do kind of feel bad for people who live for for those people. <laughs> to be fair, though, they are choosing to live in San Bernardino. Well, well some people, some people aren't. They have can't that choice, fucking Mark. afford. I mean, that's fair. I can't afford that's to fair. fucking live here. I might be living in San Bernardino here pretty soon. 
Okay. Can I buy a house in San Bernardino? Okay. Probably not. Yeah, still, I still probably <laughs> yeah. can't afford a house in San no, Bernardino. No, I can't buy a house anywhere. I couldn't buy a house in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I need those. I need those pre two thousand eight subprime loans, baby. Hey, yeah. they're coming back. You bet. You got to get them before it all crashes. You, you might Again. be able to get one. <laughs> I'll have a home for just a little while, and then I'll get evicted. <laughs> Oh, we're going to hit a recession. This is fun, guys. I'm having a great time on this times. timeline. <laughs> having a very fun time in this timeline. So this week we did uh, an LDS episode. No, we didn't do a Mormon we episode. Did a, we did Lower Decks. Lower Decks, baby. Yeah. We did Lower Decks. Yeah. Uh, Man, that was a bad Mormon joke on my part. These episodes are very difficult. Very hard. They're so fun and so funny. So fun. That they are hard to um, make fun of. Because <laughs> they're just already fun. Because they're already making fun of themselves. Because <laughs> we like we, we we like to call ourselves a Star Trek podcast, but we, we lie to ourselves. We're, we're, we're more of a comedy podcast than we are Star Trek. Yeah. We just love Star Trek. Yeah. And we're like, what's the dumbest thing that we could do? Oh, let's rate all of the holodeck episodes. And then a comedy show... About Star Trek comes out and has holodeck episodes, yeah, and, and we're like, "Fuck!" and makes fun of everything that is. Right. <laughs> this one specifically is making fun of the, the holodeck. holodeck. So the holodeck thing. <laughs> you know, the closest so, thing that we could get to a holodeck is Avatar: Way of the Water. Has anybody seen, seen Avatar yet? yet? I haven't seen no. it. Don't. I think you and Jan were the only ones that went. You guys got to see it. It's yeah. nuts. Anyway. <laughs> Is it like Dances with Wolves too? What what um what nineties movie does it take from? It it takes Fern just, Gully? No, it just takes from Avatar, the first one. It, oh. it, they basically rehash the story, which is fine. <laughs> it's just a lot more hokey and cheesy, but the stuff in the water is fucking cool. Oh, and yeah? there's some cool is parts there, with whales too. Is their water cool? The water's Did they do a good job with the CG water? The water's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolutely nuts. Do they have because uh, they have like the um, what's it called the the experience where they put the the two screens on the side of you. They might that one's in like, Koreatown over here. No, I know. So they have that right, and then they have uh, 3D, yeah, like IMAX 3D laser, or whatever. Do they have a combination of both of them? That would be nuts. Because that would be fucking amazing. Honestly, I, <laughs> you don't even need. I, I it's I don't I don't even think you need that because the IMAX 3D was already enough. I was like I'm such an old man. Those things make me so queasy. I'm like, <laughs> "Ooh, I can't." I'm like, I don't "Give me do a regular it. screen. Give me a regular screen." I don't do it unless it's James Cameron doing it cuz you're I was like, gonna say, "This man's doing it right." You guys went and saw that Top Gun <laughs> and it was like with the vibrating seats oh, hell and all that. Yeah. I was like, "I can't do any of that." The I'm rumble like, seats? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I still I still am really sad that we didn't see uh Ford versus Ferrari in the, in the, the D box. Yeah. That would have been that would have been fun. Amazing. I, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, which still in theaters, guys. You could you can go see it if you want to. They re-released it. it. They re-released uh, it for the it. holidays if you want to go oh, to the D box. It's, it's like you're gonna be with up. your you're gonna be with your sixty five year old dad for the holidays. You might yep. as well go see Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our our sixty five year old dad would love that. Would love yeah. that. And I would <laughs> I would enjoy that also. Speaking of Tom Cruise, sorry, this is the last uh little <laughs> tangent. Is it uh, the they showed they showed a little sneak peek of the new Mission Impossible movie before Avatar, uh -huh. and it's just like a five minute featurette 
about him motorcycling off a cliff and pulling a parachute about this one stunt. And it's incredible. Because he does all his own stunts, right? Doesn't he? he, does he all does. His, and now he they're does. like really leaning into it. So they're doing all these featurettes and they're like, and he's old. He's old. He's old. Yeah. And they're, they're in Norway or something. And they're like, yeah, you know, worst thing that could happen is like, his parachute gets tangled up in the, in the motorcycle and then he dies. Like that's probably the worst <laughs> thing that could happen. And because, he, <laughs> because I think, I think Tom Cruise at this point has accepted the fact and we're all waiting for it. The day where he dies doing a stunt. Like that's how he wants Tom to Cruise go. Is not going to die of old age because Tom and, Cruise is the last movie star. He is the last you know, movie star. And you know Tom Cruise has signed the contract being like, if I die doing a stunt, you release this movie. Yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, awesome. I, oh, incredible. He's like, he's like, Xenu has told me that uh, yeah, when, I, when I die, <laughs> I'm going straight clear. This is how it's going to work. <laughs> the best part of that stunt feature, though, now I'll stop talking about it, is he, you said that last time. He does. <laughs> no, I'm still talking about the feature. <laughs> Still talking about the featurette. Uh, once he jumps off the cliff on the motorcycle and then like Superman's out and parachutes, he gets back up and he gets up in the camera and they're talking and he's like, all right, actually, I think I want to do it again because like we, I, we didn't do it correctly. And he does it like five or six more times. <laughs> he's do like, they, maybe this time it'll actually kill so, me. <laughs> so they spent they spent thousands and thousands of dollars on motorcycles. How many motorcycles do you think they had in backup? Oh, probably like that motorcycle's 20. done for. It probably that motorcycle's yeah. done. Yeah, for. it probably <laughs> wasn't like a super nice motorcycle either. They probably, I mean, it was probably a nice who motorcycle, knows? but who knows? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Kudos, man. So we did Crisis Point Two. It is uh, a um, lower decks episode from season three, so the latest season, mm-hmm. episode it eight. Is episode eight. Um, I don't have any. Dylan, do you have all this stuff up? <clears throat> it is episode eight, season three. It first aired October 13th, 2022. It was written by Ben Rogers. Oh, we don't do that yet. We don't do that we, yet. We why that can't yet. we? Okay, never mind. We don't do that yet. Never mind. <laughs> Which, you guys, I don't think you've caught up to this late in these seasons. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. So I'm out of order now. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. It was a great episode. It was a great episode. Uh, <laughs> So buckle yourself into your uh, motorcycle that you're about to drive straight off of a cliff because you're in the holodeck in a movie and you're playing Tom Cruise and you're doing all your own stunts. And you put your and 3D like, glasses on also because you can't right. experience a 3D without <laughs> in, the <rumble> <laughs> in, in the rumble seat. In the rumble seat. In the rumble seat. The rumble motorcycle seat. Well, no, no. Rumble seat is what you call your motorcycle. <laughs> That's the name of your motorcycle. It's called the rumble seat. The rumble seat. seat. <laughs> uh, put, put, your, put your 3D glasses on and then go like, you know what? This stunt, I'm going to need some entertainment. And throw your AirPods mm-hmm. in uh, or whatever headphones you're using. Get that rumble seat going and take off off that cliff. And right when you pull that parachute, you hear your favorite podcast come on. And it is... Believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter.
This is as you fall off the globe. Yeah. <laughs> because your parachute got caught in your caught motorcycle. In the motorcycle. And you're on your way to death. <laughs> you're, you're dead. You're dead. Uh, okay, Dylan, now you can do it. Okay, this episode was written by <laughs> Ben Rogers, who has the exact same birthday as I, May 31st. Oh, Ben Rogers oh. has your birthday? He has my birthday. Ben Rogers is hilarious. Apparently, guy, he's great. Comedy guy, did did a lot of stuff at UCB. It's hilarious. We yeah. celebrated a birthday together. Uh, it was directed by Mike Mullen. Thank you, Mike, for all of your uh, wonderful directing you, skills. You know... I could be wrong about this. I don't know if he's actually a part of this podcast, but I think Ben Rogers has a podcast where they watch old 80s action films. Oh, so, so this makes, it makes sense. sense that he wrote this episode. I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that. He might not be in that podcast. Well, we can always check it out because sure. I think it's called Action Boys. I will look right now. While somebody else <laughs> picks up the slack. The music was by Chris Westlake. Chrissy West. Chrissy Westlake. Chrissy Westlake. Way to go, Chrissy West. And it is. It's Gabrus Rogers and Stanger. So they do have an episode. They do have a podcast called Action Boys with a Z. There you go. Where they watch uh, hey, action Darius, films. we actually we put a policy into the the episode into podcast. Our podcast is we're not allowed to funnel anyone else to other podcasts. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So sorry, we, I didn't realize. Yeah. We're, doing, we're taking the Twitter method. Yeah. Uh, so you can only. <laughs> I forgot that Elon Musk bought um, our podcast network. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he bought IndieSource, and the first thing he said is like, "You can't funnel out to other podcasts." No references to other podcasts. On Evan, podcast. how could you sell? Evan, how could you sell this podcast network to Elon Musk? It's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. Oh my god. Um, well, as you know, this episode is a, a movie spoof. Uh, and it's great. It's always great when they do these little little movies. Yeah, movie I had never seen any of the Star Trek movies, mm -hmm. and so these past probably for the past two months, Jan and I about once a week have been watching all of them, mm -hmm. and awesome. I didn't realize how many because I the first time I saw this episode, I hadn't seen any of the movies, and I didn't realize how many movie references they made in this episode alone. Like, I, I know they made a bunch of movie references in the first Crisis Point, mm -hmm. but this one, it was like, hey, we're going to try and jam as many it's Star Trek possible. movie references as possible in one movie. How many did they yeah. jam in there? Did you get a count? Uh, I didn't count, but it was, oh, man. It was a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I haven't seen... I think I've seen like one of the movies. I haven't seen a lot of the movies either. So like I loved this episode, but I'm sure I missed so many of the references. I've seen well, two or three. I think actually four of the movies. Well, there's a ton of um, Wrath of Khan references. There's a, even him visiting the, I mean, we watched on Thursday, we watched Generations. Jan and I watched Generations. Yeah. And him going to the farm and seeing Sulu yeah. on the farm yeah. is a Generations Just reference. Straight I mean, up. Oh, absolutely. Straight up. Oh, uh, that's yeah. wonderful. Mm, I really like the uh, the visuals of this one too. The the rainbow, uh, like the the JJ uh, Abramsy. No, 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 no. The, this no, is, that's this is like the I'm I'm talking about like the, uh, <clears throat> the oh opening my God. titles. 
Yeah, the opening titles yeah. and all the rainbow stuff. That's like I'm trying to. Is it the third one? I think that, it's Wrath of Khan. Is it Wrath of Khan that has that the prism like visuals? They're very cool. Anyway, I'm I'm yes. just yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> That's all that I wanted to say. Oh, do we have any guest stars? Uh, we do have some guest stars. Guest star shout outs. Let's get those shout outs. We got obviously George Takai as Sulu. Uh, and we also have, we've got Helen. Helena. Oh, Mary Holland as Helena Gibson. Uh, Seth Morris as Illustor. Uh, Leonard Nam as Australian street punk, which is <laughs> love that guy. Uh, ben Rogers played Nick Knack and Steve Stevens. Uh, Carl Tart played Kayshawn. Oh, and uh, somebody that I we play baseball with, Alice Weather Wetterland as the Melpanar Twiplets triplets. Oh, nice. Yeah. Who's that? You guys play baseball with Alice Wonderland? She plays in our baseball league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. She, she was That's the like Romulans. She was the Romulans in the, in the beginning of the movie. Oh, was she? Yeah. The triplets. Yeah. No, the, I thought they yeah, the were triplets. they Romulans. You just said that. Yeah. The oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I thought they were Klingons for some reason. My brain. Yeah. 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 Love the triplets, oh. by the way. Love that yeah. ref, yeah. that specific reference to just uh, twins and making them. I hope they just keep getting them. Yeah, quadruplets and <laughs> more, yeah, and more, yeah, and more, like, and more, and more. It's like so um, funny. the Duras sisters. Yeah, the yeah. Duras yeah. sisters. It's <laughs> incredible. That the thing I love about Lower Decks is it is a comedy show, but like if you have been around uh, the the UCB theater at all or any comedy podcasts or anything, you just start to recognize all the names because it's just like they took good comedy and. Good Star Trek and mashed it together. Yeah. They did. I think that is very... Um, I mean, I don't watch a lot of animated comedy yeah. shows, so I don't. I could be wrong about this, but it is kind of nice to have, like, a Star Trek show that just incorporates, like, the majority of the Los Angeles comedy scene. And probably New York, yeah. too, but mainly Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, that's, like, even Tawny Newsom. Yeah. Right. No, I, that's what I'm saying. This whole this whole cast is just like Gene yeah. Cordero, yeah. like literally this whole cast who <laughs> shines in this episode. I must say, Eugene Cordero's a <laughs> Eugene Cordero in this is exactly <laughs> who I would be on the holodeck. So, Jan, me and Jan, and uh, here's a we'll do another little um, another little tangent. So, me and Jan and Samuel, um, my husband, we were playing board games yesterday, um, uh -huh. and. Um, Samuel and Jan both get pretty competitive when playing board games. Yes. And I, my personality is one when people start to get competitive in games, I don't. Um, Same. And so as they, as we were ramping up and the game we were playing was super, super fun. Um, but as we were ramping up the what two game? of them, it's called Everdell. It's a, it was really, Oh, Everdell. Yeah, okay. It was really fun. I, I want to play it. Really yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, but as they, it was getting more intense, like the, the game was ramping up, the two of them were pulling ahead in points. I was not. And so, uh, 
I the I and I was just like, hey, we're all having a good time. Like, can I get anybody any drinks? Like, can we just like Hang it's out. just like a normal time. Let's like, chill. And so um, this is like as when I was watching Tendi like get super into it and like and, and then Rutherford like goes and grabs a sandwich and that's like it was like this is me in the holodeck. Like, hey, we're here to just enjoy ourselves and goof and fuck around. Like, this is why we're here. I was like, okay, so I found my spirit holodeck. Yep. Uh, like person in the things. So. I a hundred percent relate and agree with that. I, oh my god, I who wouldn't be eating a sandwich in the holodeck? Yeah, was, oh was no, so the flashing good. lights mess with me, so I wouldn't grab I a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. <laughs> you gotta have chips. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the snack bar. Um, <laughs> they should have a snack bar in the holodeck. You know how they have like a snack bar at like Little League games and stuff. There should be a door that goes like. The holodeck should be in like a circle, right? They should be like in like a sphere. And then right in the middle, there should be a little snack bar where everybody from all their holodeck programs can go and meet in the little snack bar area and have snacks and then hop back into their program. It's part replicator, right? They just yeah. Order, yeah. order a sandwich. Yeah, order a sandwich. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so this whole episode basically takes place in the holodeck. So I don't know if we can actually do our like... We can do it. Let's talk about the stuff outside the holodeck. We do need a round robin. About, we got a round yeah. robin. Well, yeah, let's do that. Sorry. Do, um, does so Google have timer, a timer again? They have it fine. Just open it up uh, on Safari on your phone, Dylan. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Dylan deleted Safari. I deleted yeah. Safari on my one. phone. All right, I have it. Which, I have it. Uh, if you want to detox, deleting Safari is the best way to do it because you can't go on Twitter. You can't do anything. <laughs> um, so we'll go Dylan, me, and then Mark. You'll close it out. Okay. We get 20 seconds each. I would say 15, but that'll piss Mark yeah, off. Yeah, that makes me uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, uh, Dylan, whenever you're ready. So it opens and it's like the the normal Cerritos crew and they're like they're fighting some people and then shit hits the fan and then this cool ship shows up. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's Boimler and all the homies and they're like the cool guys and they save the day. Uh, and then the there's the basically the Duras triplets. I can't remember what their actual names are. And switch. And then um, <laughs> Boimler gets a call. He's got to go see Ransom. Uh, he's all happy when he leaves and then he comes back and he's all dead faced and sad. Uh, they continue this storyline through the movie and Boimler wants to do a different side quest uh, that he's more uh, wants to figure out and everyone else goes off on the main storyline and Marco. <laughs> um, and so um, Tendi's taking it very seriously. Rutherford's goofing around. Um, and so uh, they end up completing the main storyline um, and Tendi finds out she wants to become captain someday um, and Rutherford's like yeah you can do it and then Boimler and, and uh, Mariner uh, go on this stupid side quest and it turns out it's all bullshit there's like the meaning of life is, is nothing. You know what's funny is none of us said that Boimler's uh, exact replica <laughs> died. Oh yeah that's right. William Boimler <laughs> and that is why no, he is all sad. Uh, nobody bangs <laughs> even though uh, the doctor it seemed like the doctor wanted to bang Boimler but nobody bangs. <laughs> nobody Bangs and William Boimler is deceased. Dies and that from a. Was the inciting incident? But uh, yeah, it turns out William Boimler is not deceased, and <sighs> he joins. Section right, we 31. get a pre, we get a post credits sequence. Yes, in which they <laughs> calls out why they have black combat. Makes fun of Discovery. Yeah, <laughs> which is that really was funny. one of my favorite 
favorite jokes out of the whole thing because it is like, yeah, you're supposed to know, but you don't want anyone to know you exist. Why do you have this? <laughs> she, goes, she goes, we can still kill you. And he dies through a gas leak. A neurazine gas leak. He died. <laughs> sure he the saddest died. way to go. I could be wrong about that, this, this, but didn't he die in his sleep? Yeah. With a neurazine yeah, yeah, yeah. gas leak? Yeah, yeah, in his quarters, yeah. neurazine gas leak. Which is the saddest way to get, die, but also maybe the most peaceful way to go. Maybe. We don't know what neurazine gas does to you. Well, I'm just talking about like natural <laughs> gas leak, right? You're sleeping. <laughs> it could burn. Like, like, That's true. You're right. It could die horribly. You know? It could burn. It could burn. Mm. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, this whole episode basically takes place in the holodeck. I think we have like two scenes outside the holodeck here. Yeah. I think, um, three scenes. Yeah. The one where the ransom where mm -hmm. she's, where, um, Mariner's getting her review performance review. Uh, the med bay where he wakes up, um, and they're all excited about how good the episode, the movie was the, and then the section, um, Whatever I don't scene. think the Sulu scene, it was a dream sequence. I don't think that was in... Uh, that doesn't count. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't that count. That was a dream a sequence. A hallucination. Well, dream sequence, or if you listened to the doctor, a uh, I just died for a second. Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was legally dead for a it second. It was a, uh, what a near-death experience. Yeah. Near-death, yeah. <laughs> Which are all great. They're all great scenes. I don't really have too much. I mean, the the... Um, farm scene was great. Yeah, it was great. It was reference because when when he walks up, you're like, oh, are they going to shoehorn Shatner into this show? Um, and it. the fact that he walked he walked up and it was it was uh, George Takei was really great. Yeah. Um, and I think he's a great voice actor, and I think he did a really great job. Um, nailed it. I love that they. I love that they didn't have Shatner. I also love, and it. I and also I think like. Even if they tried to have Shatner on, I think Shatner's brain would break in the like, I want the fame, but I don't want to be uh, associated with the Star Trek that is now. Right. Kind of a like. Do you think he doesn't <laughs> like it? Now? I think he's he, said he's, it. He said he doesn't like oh, it. Oh, really? He does not like new Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. And he's, at all. he's been an asshole about it wait, repeatedly. Wait. So he doesn't like new. Does he like like 90s Star Trek? Is he still cool with that? Yeah. Stuff? Okay, so he just doesn't like. I mean, Star he Trek. he obviously likes his Star Trek the best. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think this whole diversity thing is he's becoming an old man about. Is he it. just a racist? So. It's hard to tell with him, man. But yeah, hmm. it. Takei is the right person to have because he's Absolutely. a person of color and he's gay and he is fully embraced by the fans and he's fully embraced the fans and new Star Trek and what what yeah. new Star Trek is doing. So yeah. I loved I loved that it wasn't Kirk because I had the same thought, Mark. I was like, oh, they can have fucking shoehorn shit yeah, into the show to new Trek. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sulu has really taken over for Spock as kind of the main the main Trekkie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Him and he Kate has... him and Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. We all love. We this. all love that. Um, I really enjoy. Are we not talking about the holodeck stuff? Is that what we're trying to do right now? We're trying to just get rid of all the stuff that wasn't holodeck because, like, there isn't a lot. Yeah, that there's wasn't holodeck. Um, just oh, okay. Did you guys, um, when when um, um, what's his name? 
Ransom was talking about his yeah. best friends. Did you notice that one of his best friends was, the was Matt the Whale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I there are two that. whales on the ships, on the ship. Their names are Matt and Kimaloo. And so um, Samuel and I have shirts. One, his shirt has Matt on it, and my shirt has Kimaloo on it. <laughs> I that's incredible. I love how like broy but like mushy broy ransom. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially in this episode. He's, he's like bro. he's got the he's got the the what's it called? He's doing the thing with the, the hand, yeah, the hand squeezing yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but just like oh, the boy mother didn't tell you. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna need some bros right yeah. now. Basically, like. He's he went through he a hard some time. Bros. Like you're, he's gonna need some. You're gonna need. He doesn't say bros, but that's basically his. He needs some homies, <laughs> some homeboys. So, yeah. I don't know what I'd do without my best friends. And he's like the bartender and like Matt the whale. <laughs> uh, I um I I'm surprised uh, the chief engineer. What's his name? Wasn't on that. Uh, photo. Um, the, what's it? The the guy Stevens, the guy who like loves him and like looks up to him all the time. Yeah, yeah he wasn't on there. That everyone. No, no, the guy, the guy with the mustache, the chief engineer. Oh, Billups. Um, Billups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surprised Billups wasn't there. I haven't seen. We haven't seen Billups in a while. At least I haven't watched it. In a while. It's um, the voice actor is Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Yeah. Paul Shear. Yeah. 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 You, with this kind of stuff, you never know if they have um scheduling conflicts and stuff. I, you yeah. never know. You never so, know. Th- sorry, there's a little section in the memory alpha where it says references and it, it Ooh. labels just by words. Every single reference that's in Whoa. the, <laughs> the episode. So it'll be like, <clears throat> the first one is 1903. That's the first reference, which is the, the right flyer when he like pops it, you know, he like goes into the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. the, yeah, the- this is so. I this is just so much detail, guys. I I can't even. <laughs> a 1982 is the next reference, which is when they go back in time to 1982, uh, and there's the the weirdos. Yeah, 2161. Yeah. Jesus, I love I love that. In I know it's in the holodeck, but you just reminded me of it that basically they're like the first part of the main storyline of this movie was like we gotta steal the octopus and then it like flashes forward and they're like what did the octopus have to do with that nothing they changed they, yeah. they changed, <laughs> they changed their minds <laughs> <laughs> they're like it's just not a good movie i love that they called it out they're like this is just really not a good movie <laughs> i love that one everybody oh. can leave 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 that one alone Leave the whales alone. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So we don't have a lot of other stuff outside the holodeck. So I'm going to use this as a chance to uh, shoehorn in a new segment where we're going to ask AI to write us a episode of the holodeck in Star Trek. Woo! And then we're either going to point out what it's using or we're just going to make fun of it. I don't know what we're going to do with it yet, but we're just going to do it. Do we have... <laughs> so the context of this is... So, because um, Brad, Brad, right. yeah, wanna... Brad writes this episode. I mean, writes this movie. And then the holodeck fills in, uses AI to fill in all the blanks, uh, which Tawny calls out. I mean, not Tawny. A Mariner calls out multiple times. She's like, this is bullshit. Like, this is just some AI character that's just right. holodeck generated character. Born... <laughs> 
because Boimler in his like seeking what like meaning of life is like goes off script of the movie right. and just starts talking to like side characters and the 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 computer then like you said Mark has to use AI to create side quests basically for <laughs> for them. <laughs> One of the funniest lines of the um, which we can talk about later too, but is no, when when it. she's she's like all these random extras and then the guy goes I am Nick Nack and he just like runs by <laughs> like died like I am Nick Nack. She's like see. <laughs> Um, so Nick Nack was the MVP of the episode, though. Yes, hundred percent. Nick Nack was the best. All right. So yeah, Mark. Uh, uh, so Jan wanted us to point out he he's not here. He has uh, ceased he's to exist ceased. for this episode. Yes. But um, he wanted us to point out that like the holodeck is basically using the same sort of technology that all these AI uh, programs that have literally just. I think exploded out of nowhere, like literally <laughs> taking I over think, our like, lives. Uh, two, yeah. Like seriously, like a week and a half ago, no one was talking about AI. And then like a week and then like the next day it was like, look at all these AI programs. And yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They've been around, but they really like jumped in popularity over the past. They really months. just jumped. Yeah. But basically the holodeck in this episode is doing what they do by, and it can be kind of problematic. We do should point that out is a lot of these art programs too, these like AI art programs are like going out, pulling uh, art and whatever from the internet. They're tro- like just trolling and all this stuff and then using that to learn how to do its own things. But that in and of itself, a lot of the time, sometimes it'll just straight up plagiarize uh, artists' work and um, the communities of color have been like the first people to point this out of like artists of color and, uh, and all that stuff are basically saying like, it's stealing my artwork and now you're just yeah. posting it up for free. And now I'm out of a job for just the most taking part. their um, style and yeah. then recreating it essentially. But it is, yeah, basically just stealing from, uh, all artists for the most part, but the people who are really hurt by it obviously are the marginalized. Artists this brings up a fascinating question for me because isn't that what like humans do? Don't we take inspiration from everyone else and then recreate? Yes, kind of. But, but it's I feel like companies are using this no, yes these yeah, yeah, programs yeah. to steal from people. So it's like yes. enriching. I'm not trying to defend them at that all. I agree it's with not that. Like, part of it's it. not like oh, I'm writing fan fiction of yeah. like of Star Trek fan fiction. It's I like using yeah. inspiration. Well, I'm just curious. And basically, basically also for to a certain extent, um, these programs sometimes are just straight up plagiarizing, like taking a photo and barely changing it and just saying like, here, I did yeah. it. And now if you look at all of these programs, like use cases and stuff, you look at all the fine print and they gain, they re- they keep all of the copyright and stuff for that. So they basically right. just say like, we now own this. Yeah. Um, yeah, this Which is, is why I'm not now. scanning my face and putting it into a fucking AI program. So anyway, uh, we're going to do that. <laughs> with all that stuff. So after that disclaimer, <laughs> let's make some AI. <laughs> I figured, here's my thing though. I figured this was okay because we're basically just stealing from a huge franchise that's made a lot of money. Not uh, stealing, my- <laughs> not stealing, borrowing. Borrowing. Borrowing, sorry. Borrowing. My only request uh, is that Tuvix is involved in this. Okay, so what's the prompt that we're going to write in here? That's the real question. Tuvix, so, right, is my only request. Me and 
write me in a holodeck episode of Star Trek with Tuvix. Um, do we have an? Let's maybe add one more character to this. Um, and no, Quark. Picard. Quark. Oh, Quark. Okay, I like that. Quark. Okay, and uh, go- enter. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. What were you I was gonna, gonna say? say going. Uh, uh, what is it? Warp ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's writing it right uh, out in front of me right now. Read I guess it. I read it. Read, read it. Read it. The episode opens with Tuvix and Quark standing on the holodeck. Both look a bit nervous. Tuvix turns to Quark and says, I'm not sure about this, Quark. Are you sure this is a good idea? (laughs) Quark grins and replies, Of course it is, Tuvix. This is the holodeck. Anything is possible. (laughs) And besides, we've done our research. This is the perfect scenario for us. Uh Uh-oh. Hot. (laughs) Tuvix raises an eyebrow and says, I'm not so sure. I mean, we're just ordinary beings. What if we get in our what if we get in over our heads? Quark waves his hands dismissively and says, "Nonsense, Tuvix. We're not ordinary beings. We're Ferengi. And besides, we have the holodeck safety protocols to protect us. Trust me, this will be a great What adventure. happens? This, these are platitudes. What happens? <laughs> yeah. Tuvix sighs and reluctantly agrees. All right, Quark, I'll trust you. What's the scenario? Quark <laughs> grins and says, we're going to be space pirates. <laughs> Tuvix widens his eyes in shock. Space pirates? Quark, are you insane? We could get killed. <laughs> Quark laughs and says, relax, Tuvix. This is just a holodeck scenario. And besides, we've had, uh, we all... We'll have the element of surprise on our side. No one will expect a couple of Ferengi to be space pirates. <laughs> this sucks. Tuvix isn't a Ferengi. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Tuvix sighs and says, fine, but if we get killed, it's your fault. <laughs> Quark grins and says, agreed. Now, let's get to work. We have a starship to command- commandeer. As the two Ferengi set off on their holodeck adventure. They're met with a series of challenges and obstacles, wow. but their quick wit and cunning. Uh, but with their quick wit and cunning, they are able to overcome them and emerge victorious as most feared space pirates in the galaxy. In the end, Tuvix and Quark return to the uh, return to the holodeck, both exhilarated by their adventure. Tuvix turns to Quark and says, "Well, that certainly was an adventure. I have to admit, I have been. Uh, oh, I was a bit nervous at first." but it was actually quite fun. Quark grins and says, I told you it would be Tuvix. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll get to live out this scenario for real. Tuvix shakes his head and says, I think I'll stick to the holodeck for now, but it is definitely an experience I'll never forget. Okay, I'm ready to say it. Robots will never replace us. (laughs) Ever. That was awful. That was like... There was no shred of any originality in there at all. Not even a little bit. Holy shit. Also, uh, can I point out that the uh, AI is dumb enough to think that you go somewhere else when you do something in the holodeck? Stupid. And then they come back to the holodeck? They've been in the holodeck the whole time. Come on, AI. Good lord. Stupid computers. Didn't even know that Tuvix wasn't a, a... a Frangi. Nowhere near to it. Yeah, it's a Vulcan <laughs> Talaxian hybrid. Friggin' AI. toasters. Friggin' <laughs> toasters. 
God. Fracking toasters. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Fracking toasters. Well, uh, that was a uh, segment that I am now going to dub uh, Holodeck GPT. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Or bad holodeck. Bad holodeck. Let's call holodeck. that bad holodeck. <laughs> um, <clears throat> before we go into the uh, archive, I want to share yeah. a little piece of trivia here, which is Let's do awesome. It. I had no idea about this. <laughs> uh, Mariner's line about the movie having a time travel plot that <clears throat> it will involve the assassination of John F. Kennedy is a direct reference to Gene Roddenberry's scrapped plot idea for the initial sequel to Star Trek The Motion Picture, in which the Klingons use the Guardian of yep. Forever to travel back in time and thwart the Kennedy assassination, leaving the crew of the Enterprise to set things right. Wait. God. They save Kennedy. They You're save Kennedy. You're telling me the Klingons save Kennedy. <laughs> the Klingons save Kennedy, and the Enterprise has yeah. to go back and, and kill, kill, Kennedy? kill Kennedy. That yes. seems like yeah. the not thing that you <laughs> would do. Gene Roddenberry is very revered now. The man was insane. He's a crazy man. Well, yeah, he was insane, but when you think about it like this, and this is probably what Roddenberry's thought process of this was, was like... The Klingons go back in time to change one thing, and that could change the entire future. Yeah, I mean, right? of course. And so, even though killing Kennedy is bad, and I'm sure there's got to be some wrestling, there's a moral with that, conundrum, uh, moral yeah. wrestling with that. Without that, the the perfect future that they now have would not True. exist. I mean, right? yeah, like, there'd probably be a <laughs> like, more perfecter future. I feel like, right? But, yeah, like I mean, it's like a quantum <laughs> leap. Like, go back and set things right that once went wrong or whatever but still yeah. don't make a kennedy i mean <laughs> no i know <laughs> i love that well and think about it. wrath of khan was what 80 what what year was that i don't, I don't know. know 82 83 <laughs> let me see does it is it is it that big of a deal 82 we just say well 80? because that the kennedy assassination was it's still a big it, deal. It had only been it had only been like twelve, uh, not twelve years, but it had only been eighteen, uh, years like fifteen like years, and so yeah. it would be yeah. like it'd be like, oh, I want to go back and make sure nine eleven happens. Didn't happen. <laughs> like uh, they stopped nine eleven. We need to make sure nine eleven happens. It's like that's insane. That's an insane movie plot. <laughs> I if they. If these writers had any balls, they would they would do the nine eleven bit. They would they would re, they would revise this uh, storyline that Gene Roddenberry had, but change and, Kennedy to nine eleven. We're, we're twenty years from nine eleven, and even that we're like, ooh, nine eleven. Like, people would oh, can you imagine how many people would shit themselves if they're like Klingons went back and they stopped nine eleven. Now we need to make we sure nine eleven happened. <laughs> I almost, I almost made a nine eleven joke at work the other day, and I stopped myself. Yeah. I'm probably, probably, probably a good, good idea, idea. at but work. Some, somebody, somebody basically said that their their daughter was bored on it like that day or whatever, yeah. and in two thousand and eight, and I was almost like, man, uh, young enough to not remember nine eleven. <laughs> Don't we all wish? <laughs> my my That's friends, not too egregious. My friends, their their daughter. Um, she was born this year and she was due uh -huh. on 9-11. And so they oh, induced man. on the 10th so that she wouldn't be born on 9-11. <laughs> and labor lasted so long that she was born on 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, you should have just waited and she probably and wouldn't would have happened. It probably wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. happened. But they were like so determined that she wouldn't be born on 9-11. <laughs> Sasha's, Sasha's, I think, uh, grandmother was born on 9-11. But that's wow. different because that was before. <laughs> this is a- I know. But could you imagine that birthday? It'd be sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. Be awesome. Oh, you're making it all about you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I don't uh, think yeah. that they that those kids will care. No, they because it's like no. it's like Pearl Harbor. Uh, <laughs> if I was born on Pearl Harbor, yeah. I wouldn't really give a shit. You know. Yeah. It was so long ago. Well, that's um. Uh, so our marriage license came in nine eleven. Uh, no, no. <laughs> our marriage license came in. Um, the mail and they they certified it whatever put it in the record and we got married on the 12th of november Mm -hmm. um Uh but they certified it on december 6th and i was like oh thank god it's not on december 7th because i was like (laughs) the day that'll live in infamy forever (laughs) like it's like pearl harbor day was the day that they See, Mark, you, you you gave that story, and part of my brain for a second was like, "What happened on December?" 7th? Yeah, see, well, there you go. <laughs> see, so it doesn't it doesn't even. Matter. <laughs> my God, just as long as it wasn't. But January my grandparents, 6th, you're my fine. grandparents would have been like, "Oh no!" But then they would have been like, "Oh, but it's yeah. two dudes getting married. That's even worse." Also, <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah. So I guess we don't care. Yeah, your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Your grandparents would have been like, it's the Pearl Harbor of our yeah, family. This <laughs> is worse than Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, all right. Should, um, we, yeah. should we hop into the yes, archives? Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. We gather here today. Um, to pay our respects with a nice uh, get-together in the holodeck over some drinks for our good friend, Opec. And as we all know, he was... Uh, this is so hard to say this, but he was killed by nerazine gas that uh, leaked into his quarters while he was sleeping. Um, yeah. And it's just... Sad. It's crazy. It's crazy to me that nerazine gas leaked into quarters on two different ships at the same exact day. That cannot be a coincidence, mm-hmm. right? And, it, you know, sometimes it makes you wonder what is life even about? Because if you could just die that quickly and that easily, it makes you think what the purpose of life really is, you know? Yeah. And the fact that we'll never get to see Lopec ever again is really hard. Okay, everyone, just let it all out, you know? It's very sad. It's very sad. I'm sorry, I just can't... T- is anyone hearing that noise? I'm sorry, are you crying because of the noise? What noise? No, no, the thumping. It sounds like somebody's watching a movie in the second holiday. No. no? I do hear that, actually. <laughs> what are you guys? What are you guys talking about? Might be a different frequency for for you yeah i have a different nose Anyways. i don't have different ears well you, that was that was lopec oh. remember side <laughs> oh yeah you're right sorry oh, wait lopec's Lopec ears died. were perfect by the they way they were <laughs> they were do you remember when i painted his ears green oh man that was Wasn't funny. that funny that was when so he was funny. asleep and then he woke up he hated, he hated it. it he hated it he's like i'm not i'm romulan. not romulan 
<laughs> he did have green blood. Though. I mean, oh yeah, that's right. actually where I got the paint. That's why he was so pissed. Actually, is because I you cut, drained his blood. I drained a little bit of his blood and then painted it on his ears. <laughs> you painted his ears with his own blood. Yeah, that's why he was so pissed. Really, I didn't tell anyone that until right, right now because, you know, I just. I didn't want anyone to know, but like a deathbed confessional, but it's yeah. his deathbed. But it's his and not, death and not yours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we've chosen. I'm really, I'm really glad. Go ahead. Oh, I'm just, you know, everyone here, we've chosen to bury him in the holodeck because we believe that this is really where he thrived and we spent our best times. So it's true. This was his favorite yeah. holodeck too. This one. I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, I'm really glad that the doctor let us take the body to the holodeck and bury it. When nice. we end nice this program, will the body just be on the floor? No. So what we've done I, is we have um, yeah. we've created a little casket uh, that hatch. hatch. We've created a hatch in the that holiday. he can lower so down like below into the floor. Yeah, and it'll close yeah. up. <clears throat> but don't worry, it's cryo it's cryo treated, so it's gonna as long as the the ship and the holodeck are powered. Uh, it uses the holodeck's uh, core to then freeze. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because I've buried a lot of friends in my time, and... Uh, Have you? The body's going to start to smell if we don't, like, actually bury it. Well, that's why we're freezing yeah. it. And oh. then it's being lowered into the metal... Into the metal casing, casing floor of the holodeck, and it'll just be you one... You guys have really ship, thought you know? this through. I'm actually quite mm -hmm. impressed. Well, uh... <laughs> What 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 we didn't tell you is back when we were in Starfleet before we met you, the three of us came up with a plan if anyone was to die, on how to bury us on yeah. the ship. What how how did that conversation come about? What actually came about because we actually had a fourth friend uh, that who was really dear to us, uh, <clears throat> and he was actually murdered in really cold blood. And oh, the it was a it was a disgusting it was brutal. Scene. You really he was oh, murdered, yeah. murdered by the, this was the the last serial killer on earth actually that this oh. is the final he was the last serial killer on earth no he was killed by one of the last serial killers oh, on earth. oh okay yeah. okay he was the last death of the, of last, the last serial, serial killer, killer yeah. before they your planet's him. gross I got yeah you. I know and it, it's kind of weird because the guy called himself the last serial killer because like I think he knew yeah. that he was going to be the <laughs> yeah. last of his kind um so oh, he okay. was yeah, the, yeah. yeah uh, so he was the last kill and it was such a shock to us. And it happened so fast that we weren't really prepared. So we went out, uh, we found the body, and we didn't call anyone because we were so shocked. So we, we grabbed the body, we ran out into the forest, and we buried it in the ground because we were so afraid. We were just worried. Um, and you didn't, like, let the police know or anything no, like that? You, no, actually, the police never knew that our friend was murdered by the last serial killer. They thought that the person before was the last body, yeah. and they actually just found the guy at a diner. It was like a whole credit card thing. They found him through credit cards. Yeah. It wasn't even like a... So yeah. the, essentially, in that moment when we <laughs> laid the final dirt on uh, Schmolny, Schmolny, yeah. uh, when we laid the dirt on Schmolny, we decided Shmolny? that this can never happen again because it was such a... Right. a bad idea and we'd realized that so we came up with a plan in case one of us were to get uh, killed or die again to uh, oh, do right. it yeah. correctly we've actually uh in this in along the same lines haven't uh i know we all know that he had he has passed Mommy. away uh and the doctor has known that that lopec passed away but we uh paid the doctor off and nobody else knows that lopec's yeah. dead so what why don't you let 
people investigate these deaths? Um, because they're our friends and we want to make sure they have a peaceful, lasting rest. Yeah. Because uh, if the investigation happens, then their whole it life just tears is up. Wasn't life. one of you supposed to yeah. be fixing that gas leak? Uh, that was me. Yes, uh, and I, uh, no, I was also involved in that. Uh, you know, we just don't need to talk about that gas leak. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it because we're really oh. here for Lopec right now. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, no. And don't like, let and you can't yeah, hear and the I won't say, on I, the other side. I of the definitely wall. won't say anything. That's that's for sure. Okay. I, I'm happy to be the fourth friend. Let's, I don't want to end up like Schmolny. Schmolny. Uh, he was killed by well, the last uh, serial killer. Who? Yeah, you said that, but the yeah. police didn't investigate. So no, I, they got well, him. I just have to go on your word for no, that. No, no, they they got him. They definitely did not get the wrong guy. So, he, McCall, I hate to break it to you, but you are the fourth friend now. And if you were to pass away in any we'd way, bury you. you we bury oh, you. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Nobody well, technically, you're the third you friend passed. now. Yeah, I was going to say, now yeah. I'm the third friend, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. Right. right. Right, we need a fourth now again. Okay, so. well, I, we can find a fourth friend. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to go. I, I've been um, scheduled to work on the neurazine gas pipes in uh, your room. You did. You had to? I was, yeah, I was in my, in my yeah, room? Your room, weirdly enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So. So maybe don't sleep in there tonight. Yeah. Uh, but we got I mean, it. We'll get, you know we'll what? Actually, you can fixed. sleep in there. It's going to be totally fine. It's totally oh, good. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah. We um we worked with a lot of neurazine gas on DS9. So uh, okay. That, great. Did you guys? Hear, don't tell us how to do our job. Yeah. Did you? We yeah. Got, yeah. The Cardassians. The Cardassians actually used it uh, to to like quell Bajoran uh, uprisings. And stuff, I heard so. about there was the neurazine killer, the the serial killer, uh, the Cardassian neurazine. Uh, murderer who yeah, killed people yeah, yeah. In, in their sleep. Yeah, heard about that. Okay, okay, so so I'm good to go to go to sleep in my room. Yeah, no, you're great. There's no worry about no worry any... about neurazine gas at all. Okay, cool. yeah, let us fix it first, but we'll fix it. Don't. Okay, worry about cool. It. I'll uh, I'll see you guys later. All right, bye bye. We're gonna kill him, aren't we? We're gonna totally murder him. What? No, I was gonna fix the nerd. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, what? Guys, this is the second time that Jan's been gone and he killed, killed Lopez <laughs> in two different universes. Like I was going to say, we killed him in the Delta Quadrant. Timelines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my God, that was fun. I liked that one. <laughs> the first, uh, I was I wasn't lying about the Nerzian guest. That's uh, a, a plot point in Deep Space Nine. Is, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, another callback. They uh, <laughs> there's an episode called. Um, I can't remember what the episode's called, but they <laughs> they Jake and and O'Brien accidentally set off. Um, some like old Cardassian like system where it's like, Oh, the, it's where the attention Bajoran workers meme comes from. Um, uh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. And, and it's like, it's like Dukat on the screen. And it's, so one of the things is like, Oh, the room's going to be flooded with neurazine gas to, to quell the, the Bajoran rebellion or whatever. Good Lord. Nice. Well, that's civil so defense is what it's called. Civil defense. I just remember civil defense. Um, let's talk about this whole episode because uh, that's what. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about any. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for an we got hour, minutes. and we haven't yeah. even. We got thirty minutes, and we're going to talk about the whole episode in thirty minutes. <laughs> we can talk about what we rate it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah. We can talk it. about yeah. while we read it. Of course. Oh, uh, let me let me hop on to that. Uh, Google Drive. Let's talk about it while I get the rating up. So let's let's just start, and then I'll I'll start to rate it once we get there. Okay, sounds good. Um, um so many references, so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I I was the. The amount of references, especially to the first five um, Star Trek movies. And then um, there were references also to the 2000s movies. Uh-huh. I mean, to the to the 90s movies. And they talked about the Star Trek 2009. The alternate um, universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. It, it was just so good. They threw I threw it all very- in there. They threw it all in there. Um, <clears throat> my favorite part of this episode, uh, knickknack, obviously love knickknack. I think every, everyone's oh God, favorite knick-knack. is knickknack. Uh, but I really love the hot scientist uh, who, when her purpose as hot scientist as love interest is <laughs> totally destroyed, she just says, "I don't know what to do now." <laughs> Just, she is not a person, and she is purely there for right. the love interest. She's like um, Carol Marcus, Doctor Carol Marcus from Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yeah. That whole that whole room was cut straight <laughs> out of uh, uh, an eighties Trek movie, and like even like the computer they were using and the like the oh, old the style, old, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was good. fantastic! Yeah. Yeah, the the uniforms they were wearing and all of it. The style is beautiful. Yeah, it was great. Um, Also, shout outs to got that Choo Choo song stuck in my head. Uh, I love the, what is it, the Choo Choo Brothers or the, 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 the Choo Choo, the Choo Choo -choo dance. uh, The Choo Choo dance. (laughs) Choo Choo dance. Yeah. (laughs) It's just Choo Choo. It is Choo Choo dance. Choo Choo -choo dance. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, overall great stuff i don't have a whole lot to say about it because it was just it was good well they went to the signing of the the federation charter they went um the the bomb they diffused was from insurrection uh oh (gasps) no it was from nemesis it was the bomb from nemesis i haven't seen nemesis Um, in such a long time yeah it was just crazy you got your thing open yet darius I'm get. I'm getting. What are you there. doing? What are you doing over there, <laughs> dude? Jan, the way he does this is, <laughs> yeah. Let's shit on Jan, <laughs> guys. I don't know if you've been on this sheet. Or I not, don't. But like, I don't go over there. <laughs> That's on y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Uh, when, well, when you're not when you're not here, Jan does it, and when Jan's not here, you do it. So <laughs> yeah, it's the way he does this. It's just literally a a Google sheet. Uh, and he's he's created calculators and the whole thing, and I get it. it it's the way I would have done it too. But like, oh man. Um, I, while you're <laughs> doing that, uh, uh, Boimler de- dealing with the death of his transporter clone is similar to where Picard had to deal with the loss of his brother and nephew in a house fire in Star Trek Generations. Generations, yeah, the one I watched. He just got on sad and hung out in the holodeck. He didn't hang out in the holodeck. He just, he got, just got grumpy sad. and sad. Yeah, he just got sad. 
Oh. Wild. <laughs> what a wild comparison. Oh. When somebody that you know and like dies, you just get sad. Crazy. 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 Um, so we can just start talking about the dialogue and let's start talking about dialogue and let um yeah the the way that they had the the holodeck was like filling in the blanks where it's like my backstory this is my back story, <laughs> story. and then he takes his <laughs> he takes his robe off and it's like on his back <laughs> yes like, i loved all the third party uh the third party characters in yeah. the like the side quest. And I also love that uh Boimler just gets totally I mean, I feel like we can all relate to this in video games where like you just get so in depth on a side plot that you're just like, I want this to be the game. I this don't to be care the about one. the yeah. actual game. <laughs> like this side plot is way better. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I got it. We're all good. You got we're it. We're all good to go. All right. Um, all juiced. Yeah, let's do this. But we're already writing the 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 dialogue, so let's keep going. Um, um, yeah, the backstory was great. Like uh, <laughs> Tani calling out all the bullshit. I'm Tani. I keep calling her Tani. Uh, Mariner c- calling out all the bullshit. Um, and she's like, "You don't even have names." And then she goes, "Quick, grab her acolyte too." Acolyte <laughs> <was> like, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> the dialogue's very snappy, uh, and all of Rutherford. Oh, all of Rutherford's yeah. dialogue was great. All of Rutherford's dialogue is incredible. <laughs> He's just such a delight of a character. Yeah. He warms my heart. Um, is there anything that like that I think is like amazing? Amazing, probably not. But it all serves its purpose of the story. I, so. it's when it comes to lower decks. I it, it's similar with Deep Space Nine or Voyager. It's like, what am I looking for from episodes? And it's like, I want to be laughing. And yeah. so this. This right. show had I was laughing the whole episode, um, yeah. and so I I, ra- I rated Does, it, it got high marks for most things because it it did what it was supposed to do, um, and so because I dialogue wise they did a great job making it feel like an action movie yeah right like all of the action lines and stuff were great so I agree so what's the score I'm gonna give it a four oh mine. Yeah, mine's a four. I said 4.5. High marks. Okay. High marks. Moving on. Romance. <laughs> uh, uh, the one romantic scene in this just gets cut. completely uh, uh, cut. Uh, except Nick Knack. Nick Knack and Boy I, I love you. you. <laughs> I'm in love with love you. you. <laughs> he goes, I'm in love with you too. And then and then Mariner goes, hey, there's your romance. <laughs> Uh, I was I like, oh, that's a, I goes, oh, that's a line written directly for us. <laughs> I'm in right. love with you. <laughs> I'm in love with you too. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't feel anything else. Romantic and then the doctor, yeah, so. the doctor, like throwing herself at him and him just being like, Womp. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like a two because it's there, but it gets cut off, and then there's yeah. just that one like bit of a line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was going to be a one point. I said two just because of him and knickknack, not even because of the doctor, just because of him and <laughs> I'm in love with you. That's great. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's move on from there to action. Got a lot Action's of action. Five. Action's big old five. It's hard not to be. You know what I'm saying? The the driving around yeah. of the motorcycles, the explosions, mm-hmm. beating oh, up the punks, it, the, the Australian punks. Oh, love that. I love that line where he's like, I'm um, getting the pants at least. 
Boimler's like, I'm getting the pants. They don't fit. We got to find some bigger this, bums, is what he says, or whatever. <laughs> this uh, this this whole scene, this whole scene uh, goes more to camp. But when the doctor gets shot and is like, slowly, yeah, dissolving, like, uh, dissolving away. <laughs> what does she say? Don't bullshit um, a bullshitter. You don't bullshit don't, a don't bullshitter. Bullshit a bullshit. Um, Shacks when the when the punks come out and they're like. They're like about to attack and Shax goes, look, we don't want any witnesses. <laughs> and then he starts beating the shit out of everyone. Uh, so is it a five for oh, everybody? Is yeah, this a quad, it's, a quadreros? it's a five. Quinteros. Quinteros, baby. Quinteros. Cool. Suspense. Uh, um, is he going to find the meaning of life? Is going to find the meaning of life? You kind of know he's not going to. The though. suspense is undercut by the fact that everything is a big joke. Yeah. Um, and the same with the with Tendy's group because of it. Like they were going after the octopus, and then it just like switched, and they're like, "Oh, they must yeah. have changed tactics or whatever." Yeah. Uh, that's. I think that's a huge, huge thing with with Lower Decks, just because it is a comedy show. Is the suspense is always pretty low because it's more about the joke right. than it is the suspense mm-hmm. of something. So, I don't um, go with a point five. For Dylan, one mark, one. Yeah, that that was kind of my thing. Is there's point. um there's another episode. Uh, so, um, spoiler alert for Prodigy, but there um Okana is in Prodigy. Who's that? You know the outrageous o- Okana. Oh, Okona. Yes, Okona. Okona. Are you Okona. fucking kidding me? Yeah, so <laughs> they so they bring Okona, Okona is in is in Prodigy and Okona is in Lower Decks, and so they they he factors into the story in Prodigy, and he is in Lower Decks as a joke, and so he's yeah. like he's a DJ at a party at, in Lower Decks, incredible, and it's and it's yeah. funny, but it doesn't really work. But the way they work him into Prodigy is re- done really, really well. Um, because he's still okay. a smuggler and doing like his thing. Um, and so that's yeah. what, that's kind of the difference between these two cartoon shows mm-hmm. is it's, there are funny moments in prodigy, but it's not like a comedy show. Yeah. It's um, not all about the bits. It's not all. Yeah. It's not about Mark. the bit. Like they, they still managed to make it work. Yeah. I, I would have thought that the difference between these shows is one's a children's show and the <laughs> other is just a cartoon. I mean, yes and no. Prodigy Ouch. actually, Ouch. Well, Pro- and Prodigy is also Prodigy is also moving away from that. Like it is a kids show, but it's more like a. It's getting like a, more like a young adult show. Yeah, it's like yeah. a kids show, I, like I, how I, Avatar: The Last Airbender is a kids show. Right, right. It's 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 like all good kids shows. Uh, kids love them, but the parents of can the kids them. can watch yeah. it and be like, "Oh, this is amazing! Yeah. I love this." Um, so yeah, no, that definitely, I, I just had to make that yeah. joke. Um, <laughs> camp zero. I can't, it's I can't hard. give these camp ratings because I can't. I can't. And I think most of the time I would agree with you, Dylan, but for this one, they do such a good job of, of making so many references in this movie, like that, that it becomes campy. Right. I know it's the point of it and I know it's the joke of it, but still like throwing in all of these references in the way that they do and still making it like a good show and not just like a, Oh, they're just doing a bunch of fan service. 
I thought they did a good job with that, and that's why the camp score is a little higher for me this time. There's, to me, certain jokes are campy and certain jokes are not. The the calling out of the Star Trek 2009, to me, is not a campy joke. The no. the Kitty Ha, uh, that's a reference <laughs> to Shakari, which is yeah. from Star Trek: The Final Frontier, mm-hmm. which is such a stupid movie. Um, but that to me is a campy joke. The fact that it's called Kitty Ha and then it turns out to be Kitty Hawk or whatever. Kitty and Hawk. like, to me, that's a campy joke and I like that joke. And so it just depends if it's too self-aware, it's not campy. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's just referencey enough to be like, oh, okay. Like we get like Shakari. And then, cause in that one they go and they meet God in, in the final frontier. Yeah. And like, so <laughs> it's like Kitty Ha, like Shakari. Movie. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. That to me is, is, is very campy and I like that. That's fair. Um, so, I mean, I didn't give it a five, but yeah, I, no. I, I would say a three. Three for Mark. I'm Dylan? pretty harsh on camp. Camp for me only is yeah. like uh, unintended goofy ass shit for me personally. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a zero, so, unfortunately. Dylan's a zero. Mark's a three. I'm going to cut that in half with a 1.5. I thought the camp was there. Normally it would be a zero for me, but that's... Let's see, yeah. Um, stakes. Um, the stakes for Boimler are high. He he's in an he existential. Died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in his existential crisis, his They're stakes very are high. high. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the <laughs> the stakes, stakes for Tendi, for Tendi are, are high. high. Yeah, yeah. Um, the stakes for Mariner are low, and the stakes for Rutherford are low. But I think for Tendi and Boimler, the stakes are super high. Um, yeah, like this is how Tendi's going to show that she is going to be a good yeah. captain. So I'm going to 2.5. I think half the, and half. And I think Boimler's dealing with his grief and he does die, technically. <laughs> <laughs> right. He does die. The stakes for me are 3.5. I think they're pretty high for two, two of the yeah. characters. There, I said four. So. Four. Okay. So, computer, um, what's the final score? Calculating. Two point seven eight. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not too shabby. Yeah. Okay, I like it. <clears throat> I like it. I like, I it, like a lot. it. It was a good episode. It was a fun it. episode. Fun ass episode. Uh, what are we watching next week, fellers? Do we know yet? No. We'll let you know if you really like this episode. If like if you really liked it, there's a couple things you can do. The first thing you can do is you can go on our coffee and you can donate to us. It helps keep the Keep the lights on. Keep the machines running. The second thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast uh, on Apple Music or Spotify. And with that, you can tell people about the podcast, too, if you really, 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 really like it. That's the most important one. That's the most important one one right there. Tell people about the podcast. We have a good time. You can share in that good time. Exactly. And if you really want to share in that good time, you can do the third thing. If you really like the podcast, you can check out our Discord and go and bask in the joy that is Trek to the Holodeck and Star Trek uh, fun. Our right. community is really awesome yeah. and everybody has a really great time on mm-hmm. there. So We also belong yeah. to a really cool um, podcast network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. It's now owned by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Yes. intro and outro music is provided by the artist bodyline used with permission from the midwest collective computer voice was provided by verona blue
as um, always if, oh well, I was gonna say like before we before we tell a certain somebody to do a certain something um uh thank you so much for watching and I I have such a great watching Listening. listening and I have such a great time doing this podcast and I wanted to thank everybody because yeah. you yeah. make it it's special. been I know we're a small community of people but uh it's a great community we've been doing this podcast for what two and a half three, three years. years now two and a half that's insane that's very dumb. Born of the pandemic. Born yeah. of the pandemic. We made it through. We made it through the pandemic pod. <laughs> you uh, really adopted the pandemic. I was born. In I was it. born in it. <laughs> God, that was quite a whew, wow. Quite a reverence. Throwback. Uh, <laughs> I want to. I want to kick off the shooting on Viacom CBS slash Paramount Global. Okay. Yeah. The absolute worst feature on Paramount Plus. This is the worst. Uh huh. Bar none. Yep. When you are on the web app, right? Yep. You're watching something. Uh-huh. How would you normally press yep. pause? Space bar. Yeah. Do you know what the space bar does? Nope. On Paramount Plus? It takes a screenshot. <laughs> Skip ahead. No, it minimizes the screen. It takes you out of full screen. <laughs> it takes you out of full screen. And then I got to re-full screen and then actually use the mouse to press start. So Paramount, <laughs> Global, CBS, Viacom, we're just fan podcast. Get your shit and, together. And leave us alone. Guys, I have a... Uh, I, we hate you. Yes, we hate you so much. I have an app, though, a streaming app, in my opinion, that is worse than than Paramount. I will take Paramount any day over the Amazon Prime app. Do Amazon- you want... To know it's gotten way why. better though. It's gotten better, but the way that they deal with the whole scrubbing and pausing yes, it's and bad. all of that shit is terrible. Amazon, you need to fix that shit. Jeff Bezos, throw your money at it because yeah. what the fuck is going on with that app? <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to go back a few frames it's uh, terrible. on Amazon, you end up rewinding 40 minutes of your episode and I want trying to, to go <laughs> trying to go ahead 30 like like to halfway through the episode, you end up on a different show. Yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> uh, I I vote we nationalize the streaming services. Yes, uh, overtake <laughs> Netflix, make that the base nationalized streaming service. Uh, and but but Paramount good. Spacebar always been play pause. Psychotic play shit, pause. dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I've been I've been rewatching the Orville, uh, and I watch it on on Hulu. They took away my skip intro button. I don't know why they did Those that. Bitches. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. What streaming services? Get your shit together. All of you. Bad. All of you you are we're gonna nationalize you. I wanna go back to cable. Fuck this. Give me all the channels in a package. (laughs) I'm getting tired of this. Oh, another bitch about CBS Viacom, Paramount Global. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. The Star Trek channel. Yep. Doesn't play any Voyager. Oh. Doesn't play any DS9. What? So it's just original series and it's just and original series TNG, Discovery, and Strange New Worlds. That's it. Weird. Why I, would they I, do that? I looked ahead like five days. No DS9, no Voyager, no Lower Decks, and most importantly, no Enterprise. Oh yeah, That's no Enterprise that. either. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna call uh, yourself the Star Trek, channel, actually no, you there, was be the enter- there was there was Enterprise. Trek. There was Enterprise. Course, course, course. 
But they don't even include DS9. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fucked up. No Voyager. Yeah. Okay, Come on. I get it. Come on, guys. Get your shit together. Oh, yeah. We were saying how grateful we were for everyone. We're so grateful. Thank you. Happy Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. All right. Bye. 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 We spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. Yeah.